This episode of Lash Boss Radio is brought to you by Paris Lash Academy. If you guys haven't heard of PLA, they are known for their pro-made fans. Even before uh, pre-mades, pro-mades were a thing and done well by a lot of companies, they were doing it right. They actually have their own manufacturing facility in Vietnam, and that is just next-level quality control, if you ask me. Um, I love PLA because uh, their team is just so incredibly generous and kind and sweet. Last year, I met them at the event that I threw with LashCast, which was the Las Vegas Lash Social, which was during IBS. We're doing it again this year, but um, I met them there and they were all like all smiles, all hanging out, just looked so happy to be together. And I just really liked that. I love that inside of a company. So They've got great quality products and their customer service is like unmatched. They're probably one of the most generous um, companies that I have come across. So thank you so much, PLA, for sponsoring today's episode. If you guys want to shop Paris Lash Academy, you can do so at parislashacademy.com and use code LASHBOSSRADIO for 15% off of your order. Thank you again, PLA, and here is today's episode. Welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today I'm joined by Christina Fard, the executive director of ALA, which is the American Lash Association. Today we're going to talk about all about ALA and why you might be interested in joining. And so here we go. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you so much. I am so honored to be here. Thank you for making time and having us on to talk about the ALA and what we're trying to do for the lash artist community. Of course. Um, we just spoke. I think less than a week ago. And the conversation started as, you know, I kind of just went into it like, okay, this is just another task on my, um, in my day. This is another call or meeting I'm taking, but it ended up being such a moving conversation that I was like, I love this girl. And I, this is now my friend and I will be having you on the show immediately to share all of your magic with the industry. So, oh my God, Shelby, come on, you're gonna make me cry. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, you would definitely making time for us was a big deal because your place in the industry is so important in terms of how you help communicate what is going on in the industry. And I think from there's like there's Christina, there's me as executive director, and then there's the ALA, and they're like different things. And so, um, when it comes to the ALA and what we're trying to do for our members having your input on what the community needs was so important. Like just, are we doing the right stuff? Is this making sense for what lash artists need? Yeah. I think it's much more than I expected to hear. So let's just jump right in. Tell us what is the ALA? What are you guys doing for the industry and how can people get involved with you guys? Yeah. Awesome. So the American Lash Association is the first association of its kind in the United States. We also have members in Canada and Mexico. Um, but essentially what we're trying to do is be a place for community and unity in the industry. We're not selling courses. We're not trying to do education programs. We're literally just a place for um, like business support and mindset and the things that you need to help power your business. I think from a from a perspective of 
there's so many training programs out there. There's so many different things you can go and join community wise, but the ALA is trying to be like a central source of truth. So there's like so much to un unpack. Like you said, there's so much going on, but um, I guess let me start off with just kind of how we started and why, and then I can break down into what's offered in the membership and what we're planning on doing in the next couple quarters. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So um, we started off the our, our founder CEO, Michelle Davies, she is kind of like a silent CEO. She's not really involved in the day to day, but she had this dream, this idea of doing a lash association because her daughter is a lash artist. And her daughter was really successful. She was really blessed that she came out and started off and she was able to hit that six figure lash boss, like with relative ease. But a girl that was coming up with her at the same time did not get that experience. And she kind of got sucked into like five hours a week and you're going to make all this money. And it really mentally messed her up a little bit. And she started to feel that depression creep in. And she had some scary moments with her mental health because of it. And Michelle was like, why, why isn't there a place where people can come and get support and get real advice and get real um just real talk about what this industry really is and what it takes and the potential, but also like just what you still got to work hard to make it happen. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's like, let's make an association. She saw there was nothing like that. So she reached out to me and my background, I, I happened to be a, like a poli sci nerd. I did marketing and politics in my past life. And I loved the idea that lash artists not only help make people feel confident, in what they're doing, their their skill makes somebody feel confident. But what they do themselves to transform their lives and have their own autonomy and that trickle effect into the community by them becoming professionals in their space, it's huge. Like it's one of I think it's like one of the last final frontiers of um, female. I mean, there's men in there too now, but female entrepreneurs who can be like, I learned a skill and I'm making six figures or more or less, depending on what you want to do and what you want to put into it. But they're free now, right? Like they have real businesses and I wanted to get involved. I thought this was amazing and I wanted to, to do whatever I could to help support Michelle and, and support getting the ALA out there. So we started working on what, what can a membership do and what do we want to do, what we not want to do. And we did not want to get into an ego game. We didn't want to be like, uh, you know, here's, there's a lot of lash. Um, I want to say like they're lash celebrities now, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's people who have like huge followings and they're like, um, you know, people who have their, uh, I would guess like you could say like they've, they've really put in the work for their expertise and they've gone big on social. And we were like, we want some of those people involved. We also really want people who've been in the business for a long time. And so we said, we, we need to have people involved in the ALA who can help us decide what's important. So we created a leadership council and that leadership council meets four times a year, once a quarter. And during that time, they help us to figure out what it is that we need to focus on, what advocacy campaigns we should focus on, um, what services we should be providing members, and how to provide a lot of value and be of service to this community. And I'll, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk more about like the leadership council a little bit later on, but that leadership council essentially um, will tell us how do we how do we pivot where we need to pivot so that we're always providing value to the lash artist and not doing something that is making us like the mom and dad of the industry. We're not trying to like be the heavy, you know, we just want to be there for support. 
So when you become a member, you're going to get access to a bunch of different things that will help power your business, like discounts on QuickBooks, on mental health support services, liability insurance, things that actually will help you in your business, Cosmo Globe Lights, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But you also then have access to an online community forum, a classifieds area. And then my favorite part about this, there's two. One is our magazine. So we're we're making that official industry trade magazine. It's going to come out once a quarter. And then as the community grows, hopefully we'll be able to do that more often. But in that magazine, it's features on everybody that you guys see on social media who you're like, oh, these are the best. They, they have everything together. And they're sharing real stuff about their journey and the highs and lows. And um, and then you'll also have these free business webinars, which I'm hoping, Shelby, I'm going to get you on one of these soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but these, these business webinars basically are coming out. We have a couple every, every month from taxes to how to recession proof your business to how to do marketing differently. And those are free. So that's all included in this membership. And the membership is $84 for the entire year. If you're a professional and $54 if you're a student. So you're going to get all these things in this membership for free. And it's all included. This is like, this is the, for us. It's, um, I say this and I'm probably gonna get in trouble. It's like a union, but not a union yet. You know, like I'm trying to make that community vibe. To me, it feels like a handhold or a hug even. Um, it's, it's like you're taking someone through stuff that they may not know that they need yet. Some things that they do know that they need, but it's almost, it's taking away a lot of the anxiety or just, um, the daunting feeling of sometimes like, oh, gosh, I, w- what should I do for this? What's the best way to go about this? And having um, a sisterhood or, you know, I'm sure we'll have some brothers in there, too. But um, <laughs> just that's such a cool way for people in the industry, especially if they're new to just say, I just need to do this. And I feel like I can get a lot of kill a lot of birds with one stone. Because it's yeah. just a central hub for so many things. Yeah. And the support part of it too is really, um, we have an area in the back end where you can go and find the regulations and licensing requirements for your state because it's different in every state. Um, you can send in questions. So it's not just me behind the scenes, right? We've got a whole team, Ashley, our executive assistant. We've got Francesca who's helping with community management. We've got people who've like volunteered their time from graphic design to website management to marketing things. And so when you send messages to us, we're going to do our best to find those answers for you um, because you're, you're part of that community. Like we really want to be your association. And in the magazine, the first thing that we did, we actually, because we did our like official launch at LashCon, we had a whole business checklist. So if you're someone who wants to be a Lashpreneur and you want to go solo, there was a, a full, very comprehensive, it was almost like three pages checklist where you could actually go and check things off. But there's also people who are going to be in the association who aren't entrepreneurs. They're Lash artists who are technically maybe entrepreneurs because they're 1099ing with somebody else, but they're employees. So we had a whole section in there about the difference between a 1099 and a W-2. And so that you can empower yourself to be educated so that you're not, I mean, frankly, getting taken advantage of, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And left in the dark and yeah, um, or gatekept away from information. That's all, you know, public information, but it takes you a lot longer when you have to sort out all of the different pieces of everything that you need to start a business or whether you're being categorized the right way by your boss and stuff like that. So 
how they manage your time and what they tell you you have to do. So as a lash artist who's working in a salon, you want to have a really good relationship with your boss or whoever is hosting you in that space, you could say. Um, But I think, like you said, it's so difficult sometimes to find this information because you're wearing a lot of hats. Like you're trying to be, you're trying to work on your craft as a lash artist. You're trying to figure out um, how to be a marketing person, an operations person, a uh, client satisfaction, customer service person. And so if there's a place that you can go to that just has that central centralized information, then it just, I don't know, makes it a little bit easier, saves you some time. And that was the hope is that maybe just by having these people come in and having our industry leaders come in and share this information, we would save people time and we would also help grow this industry because people are a little bit worried right now because of the economy and they need the kind of a place where they can get some, it's, I, I can't, I like, I keep saying support, but it's not just support. It's like real educated, experienced advice. Right. I, I really like how you touched on this um, a minute ago, but we also spoke about this a little bit. You guys are kind of um, lifting the veil a little bit of what we might see as um, on social media, like highlight reels of people's careers. And that a lot of times contributes to the way that we feel about ourselves. And a lot of times it's not a positive thing when we're constantly seeing, oh my gosh, this announcement and that announcement, this person is on a roll and gosh, I need to be working on this, that, and the other, and I'm not. I love that you guys are trying to break that down a little bit and show people, hey, everyone else is also going through this, that, and the other too. Their life is not perfect. Um, because that that is such a what a great contribution to our industry to help people not to feel like they're not enough or not doing enough. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I one of the so Vanessa, the lash professional, she is on our leadership council. And we did a feature with her in the magazine. And she talked about this specifically. She was like, you know, people will look and see us on social media and think that we have it all together. But in reality, when you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have more highs and more lows than just a regular person. You're going to have more high highs and more low lows. And you need to recognize that even though you think I may have had the success and I've got this, you know, whatever seven figure business or whatever it may be that I'm selling products and doing teaching and whatever, I still have my bad days. And I still struggle with some of the same fears that you struggle with just at a different level. And we all started from someplace to have to get where we're going. And it still happens, right? You still end up having those moments of, Am I doing the right thing? Is this where I'm supposed to be? Should I be pivoting in my business? How do I scale? Um, economies, you know, you can't have control over what's happening outside of your little thing. So it's like the world around you is changing. How do you, how do you make it so that you can survive and thrive? Mm-hmm. Right. We don't everyone like white knuckling it, but how do you do that? And that's one of the things she talks about. And I think it's so it's so important that we have people whose voices are amplified to share to people that it's okay. It's normal. It's, you may think that it's super glossy on the outside, but in actuality, we're all just human. And we're going through so many similar things that you just don't realize. You don't see it because we always put forward our best self on social media, right? So we spoke about this before. Um, Whenever I was at LashCon, I was talking to a couple of people that have achieved a lot of success in the industry and um, have big brands. And I, I spoke to many of them. And I just 
kind of was checking in with them and I wasn't intentionally doing this. I didn't intentionally go into this being like, I'm going to ask all these people these certain questions. But in in our conversations, um, I tend to just like go really deep and I I don't do surface level very well, but we're like in there. Yeah. That's why I think that's why our conversation was like, whoa, the first time. (laughs) Um, so I was kind of like, Hey, are you feeling these ways or like, you know, just trying to check in to see where they are. And I think what I was trying to do when I think about it, I think my self was kind of going into it, trying to see where am I, like, who am I? <laughs> what am I doing here? That check, right? You were on, you also were looking for like community support. You're yes. like, hey, it's me, yes. right? And is it me feeling like the world is upside down and am I doing the right things here, right? Yes, because... How many times have we seen someone that has achieved so much in the lash industry and then they just disappear? And and I think all of it is somehow related to pressure, mental health, um, feeling jaded a little bit, something, right? And I hate that that happens to people. And so, yeah, I think I was just checking in with everyone, asking, how are you really? And also just making sure that I'm not crazy or alone. Is it just me? So is it just me? Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but isn't that something it's so it's so powerful that you shared that and that you're being vulnerable and transparent with it. And I really appreciate that because we get messages in the association every day from members and non-members who are who are interested in being involved and they're saying the same things. I just had three people quit on me. I had three of my loyal clients not show up. They think it's too expensive. Am I in the wrong industry? Do I need to change what I'm doing? Or I have success. It looks like I have success, but I'm burnt out and I'm starting to hate my business. I feel like I'm a slave to my business and I don't know what I need to do differently. Mm-hmm. And I think to have people who on people who have followings, who um, are authorities in this space, in this industry, which is a small, like we're a small community, but we're a mighty community, um, that we get those people saying, hey, you know what? Not only is it normal, it happens way more than you think. Um, and we all are going through various levels of this kind of gut check ourselves. Yeah. But what's so, what's so interesting is you needed that, right? Like you were like, hey, I want to know from my from my peers and the people who I look up to and say, are you guys also experiencing some of this kind of fluctuation? And And how are you feeling about your current like gift, like what you're doing, your service, right? Right. right? I noticed it made me feel better, not because I was like, well, cool. If they're if they're like this, then I I think I'm fine. Not like that. That is it it something about it made me feel heard and seen and validated. And that just comforted me in a way. Um and I started to feel a little bit slightly more inspired or motivated than I had felt the day before, right? Um, yeah. I think that there's a big indicator that there's something in this family or category that can show you that you're headed there too, is when you're like, oh man, I haven't posted on social media today. I got to do that. And then as soon as you do post, you have this sense of relief. Okay, cool. I put the bandaid on for just a little longer. That right there, I think is a big hint that, hey, you're, you, something's going on. We need to look at what that is from, because really that means you're just doing it for, you're not doing it for you. You're not necessarily doing it for yourself and your business. You're doing it for other people in a way. 
or you're doing it because you think you have to. It's like a checklist, like you said, right? True. So it's a checklist of stuff that you have to do. And it is true. Like when you're doing your business, depending on what your goal is in your business, um, social media is a huge part of it, right? And so you do need to do that. But I think there's, this is also part of the reason why I love the ALA and what we're doing, because we're going to have in there something for you about automation and how do you batch your content and how do you create things that allow you to refocus your energy in the right way. And also for you, like what you're saying is, you get to a point where you feel like you are, um, you're going through the motions, right? You're like, okay, I put a bandaid. It's a great word. I put a bandaid on this for right now. And you're like, I'm just going to triage. I say this all the time. Like we're just triaging things. You want to get to a point where you're able to say, okay, you know what? I've recognized now that this was an area that was giving me a blocker. How do I remove this in a way that's not going to be painful, right? So does that mean that you allocate some resources to hire somebody, you know, to help you an affordable resource, which is something also we're talking about in the ALA is like when you should hire people. And I, because of my background doing digital marketing and having my own agency, I have a lot of resources to share with people on where to find those people and where and how to vet them, right. To make sure that you're not getting taken advantage of and you have the right, um, you have the right, what's called standing operating procedures, your SOPs and your SOWs, right? Your statement of work on what you're going to be doing with your freelancers. But like, that's a great example. Hey, if you're a lash artist and you want to be thinking about your business in a way that is, um, I have to like provide great customer client experience. Like you've mentioned this to me too. Like you go and you're on the, on the lash bed and you're almost like a therapist, right? So it's not just like you're lashing, which in and of itself is a lot of work and meticulous, but then also you're expending a lot of energy depending on the client if mm -hmm. they want to talk, they don't want to talk. And at the end of that, looking at where you can um, outsource, whether that is social media or marketing or cleaning your studio, like sometimes or in your personal life where you could outsource some things and you can watch, right? Like I know everyone's worried about their, their pennies and I get that, like you need to watch your budget, but you can figure out where maybe spending a little bit of this Vanessa says this a lot, buys back your time. And you know? energy, and energy. That's a big part of it too because when you're spinning it all on things that you could delegate or outsource, you can gain it back. And even having that little bit extra bit of energy makes you come at your posts, for example, because that's what I used earlier, makes yeah. you come at your posts that you're creating out of a place of fun and passion and creativity and not out of like, pressure and necessity because obviously yeah we have to be posting or else no one is going to be engaged with our business but that can somehow create a uh, lot of negativity around it too because there's so much pressure to keep it up and keep going um but when yeah like whenever your energy is all spent on everything else then how do you have the energy to create so i love that you guys are kind of taking away a lot of the work in sorting out how do I do this and that and where do I find these things because you're just making it more of a roadmap and not they have to figure it all out all by themselves. Yeah, I mean, that is the goal for the ALA is to be a place to unify our industry, be there for support, give people a sense of hope. You're not alone, right? You're not alone. And again, because we're not trying to sell courses and we're not trying to sell training programs, I'm leaving that to our partners, right? Like we've got amazing partners who we've partnered with Lashbox LA, we've partnered with PLA, we've partnered with some of the biggest names. And then also some of the people who are 
um, like lash creators, which there are more announcements coming out. So I'm not going to say like just before I, I do, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but we've also partnered with people who are um, not big brands, but they're experts in their space that are really good at the social media part. And they all have a lot to offer. So they're going to do that, right? They can offer those things. The ALA is really, if you have a question, if you need support, come to us. If you if we start seeing that there's a ton of people with the same types of questions, that lets us know, let's have a free webinar about this, right? That lets us know, hey, people need this. And I can bring this up to the council and say, look, guys, we're getting a ton of messages like this. You are experts in your space have been here for, you know, at least a couple years, if not 10, 20. I mean, Tuss and, and Paul are on our council. They've been here for forever. You know, they're the OGs of the lash industry and say, hey, how would you respond to, to this, which is, it seems to be a theme, you know, it's not just a, a one-off question. It's a theme. And yeah, how do you build something for that? You know, I love it. Um, and it's awesome because you guys are kind of putting a place in um, dedicated time to the types of conversations that we all naturally are having. Um, like Paul, Paul and I, every time we talk, it's about the lash industry, where we think it's going, what it needs, what's good for it, stuff like that. And I love that you guys are creating a space for just advancement of our industry in a healthy way. And yeah, um, yeah it's amazing. So um, let's say somebody wants to get a membership. You guys are offering the listeners a 25% discount. So I think that makes it $63 for the year. Absolutely. Yeah. 63 for the entire year. Um, and then also it'll be less if you're a student. So if you're not a licensed professional yet, it'll be less. We'll put that in the show notes so that they have their yes. discount code. But you can go and find out about us on IG at American Lash Association or AmericanLashAssociation.org online. And you can also message us anytime. You know, we're I'm on the other side of the DMs. Our team is there and we will be responding. You know, we if you have questions, if you want to know what's what it's like, definitely reach out to us. And I think when it comes to something you said, I think is really important that um, how do we, how do we improve the industry or how do we, you know, kind of move the industry forward? I think one of the things that, so, and I've been really honest about this. I'm not a lash artist, right? I'm a business person and I'm a lash enthusiast and I'm becoming a, a lash nerd. And I kind of feel like I'm going to spend a lot of money on lashes now. Um, but I, I look at it from a different perspective because I get, I guess maybe there's fresh eyes, right? So I'm looking at this industry from a totally different perspective. I've worked on, you know, fortune 500 companies. I've been in the tech space and startups and um, health and wellness, like all kinds of really cool things that I can come look at it differently. And I feel like when I look at the industry as a whole, one of the things that we do need is a, a place where voices can be heard, not in silos, so the conversation you have with Paul is amazing, right? Because it's LashCon and, um, you know, LashCast and they've got a great platform. But if if you guys are having those conversations in, in pockets, then the community as a whole can't, can't benefit from it. And so can we make a place where we can come together to have that voice be like, hey, you know what? We've all discussed these things and here's some stuff we really think would be helpful for our community. And why that's important is because it's going to come from a vehicle of, this isn't about competition, right? This isn't about like, we're worried that somebody next to us is going to be more successful or not. It's actually like, if we actually work together, we can not only help our industry grow, but the little people, right? The little people, the people who are lash artists in our community, they're going to be able to do their jobs 
better. And the more lash artists that are out there in the community doing great lashes, having great client experiences, the better it is for you. Like mm-hmm. if you think of it that way, right? Like the person in Milwaukee versus the person in Phoenix or LA, if you're all starting to have that higher level of professional standard and they feel supported in their business, and like you said, they're not disappearing, right? They have support to ride through. Then that helps the industry thrive, not just survive, right? Totally. That's yes. And I have a question. So for the lash artist that's, you know, lashing in a small town has some um, things that she might think would be special for the industry. And she maybe feels like, hey, I, I don't know if my voice will be heard if I say this. Is the ALA also, because um, I know y'all's leadership team is filled with some amazing people, but do you guys have, you know, in those... Um, Girl, I know where you're going with yeah. Let me tell you. We have, so we have working groups. I found out really quickly that there were a lot of people who had a heart to serve. And that's really, you'll hear me say this all the time, is how can we be of service? How can we be of service? Because I think if more people are being of service together, then we all end up again. I mean, eventually we all make money. We're all end up happier, right? Like that's what it is. So we decided to have working groups and those working groups are members who want to lead something and say, Hey, like I'm really interested in the census, or I'm really interested in talking about professional standards, or, um, I want to be talking to people about, uh, health and safety. You know, these are things that I'm really, really passionate about. So when people reach out to us and they say, Hey, I'm really passionate about getting involved. Even if you're not on the leadership council, you can partner with us and you can be part of one of those working groups to help do the work with our, like working with our leadership council. So that's one thing. And the other thing is I, um, so I have to be careful because I, I, sometimes I say I, because I like, I've, I've now I'm like, I am, I, I, I'm so into ALA that I'm like, and I will be doing this. But, um, the ALA decided to spend more time working with people who, like you said, have voices and experiences across the board. So we actually have, we're going to be starting next week, actually, um, an IG Live. And it's a—it's an Empower Hour that I'm doing with one of our members, actually. And she is a lash artist, but she's a business owner. And she has a small, like, little following. It's not like she's a huge, massive following. But she has like less than a thousand followers, but she is one of the people who is always involved. She volunteers at LashCon every year. She teaches about lashes. She's a coach for people on marketing. She's a hustler and she's she has a, an amazing heart for service. And she she's like on there doing her own podcast and like, you know, maybe there's 70 people listening, but she's like out there doing it and whatever. And I was like, hey, her name is Francesca. Shout out to Francesca. You'll see this. You're going to be really excited. Um, and she, I was like, hey, do you want to do you want to do this with me? Let's just do a weekly IG live with the ALA and you. And we'll call that, you know, the power of lash artist, a power hour and power hour. Um, and we'll just answer people's questions. They can ask us anything and you can give feedback and I can give feedback and maybe we can have people come and join us. And it can be a little teaser on the kind of things you get when you're in the association because people do reach out to us all the time. And we have real meaningful conversations. So like, that's an example of if you're a lash artist in, you know, a suburb or a place that like, you're the only person, if you join the ALA, your voice will be heard. And if you have something you're really passionate about and you reach out to us, we will figure out a way to support you and and fit it in somewhere, you know, on the blog, in the magazine, whatever that looks like that um, is best going to help serve the community. That is amazing. Thank you for doing that because I know that 
there are so many people that want to be involved but may not want to have a salon or start a product line just so they can get their voice heard. So I think that's crazy important. Um, question about the census. Can you share a little bit about what that is and why why we really need people to fill that out? Yes. So um, the ALA Lash Artist Census is one of our first campaigns. It is an advocacy campaign. So the ALA is there to not just give you great membership perks and benefits, but also to help be an advocate in our space. And when, when I came in, I realized very quickly that there are no official numbers on this community. None. Um, like, I don't know if people know this, but there are literally no official numbers. It's all marketing bro speak from agents who've done um, like little micro research studies, but there's nothing there that says these are how many lash artists are in the country. This is their training. This is their challenges. This is what they're what they're hoping to accomplish. Do they have health insurance? Do they not? You know, all those things. And so I said, we need to do a census. So like someone would see in the United States census where they're trying to figure out our demographics, we're trying to do the same thing. So the ALA Lash Artist Census is a quick five-minute online survey. You can see the link in our bio. I'm sure we'll maybe put that in the show notes too, that you can take. Please take it to the very end. We've had a lot of people like, mm, this is cute. And they start and then they do not finish. <laughs> so I know some of the questions may seem a little redundant, but it's really important so that we can get an official sample size. And the goal is, is that over the next year, we want to get as many people taking this, this census, the survey. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to go and, and collect all the information, put some baselines, and then we're going to release it. We're not gatekeeping. So I'm not going to like sell it to a company or do any of that. We're literally going to, I mean, in addition to giving it to all of our partners, we're going to do a press release and a media campaign to share this information with the public so that they can know this is this is who we are. Lash artists are here. Our industry is growing like crazy. And this is what we need. And this is what we're looking at. And for me, it was really important too, because I wanted to know, do people want me to look into regulation or not? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's no there's no unified licensing. We don't have that. It's I mean, I don't even think the hair industry has that necessarily. But I feel like yeah. hair is different than your eyeballs. And I I'm, I, I'm curious to see you know, we've got some members who really would love to see like a license just for lash artists in California, for example, Arizona's changing what they're doing, Tennessee is changing what they're doing. So as an association, we also kind of want to be involved in those conversations and help make sure that our membership's voice is included in the conversations that are being had at that higher level on kind of the public policy standpoint. I'm not going to go and like knock on doors just yet in DC. We're, we're not there. Um, but won't right. that help with you? You shared that you w would love to have um, access to like a group policy or something for insurance that would help do that. No. Yes. So essentially, um, one of the biggest goals that we have for the AOA is to be able to get enough members in there as soon as possible so that we can get a group health insurance policy. So that would mean that we could say, okay, you can come in as be a member and you're going to get that $84 or $54, depending on if you're a student or professional. But then if you also wanted to, you could get at a higher rate, a different fee, and that would include your health insurance. So I, when I looked at everybody, the, the feedback I was getting, health insurance was one of the number one things that we had in the feedback so far in the census is that they don't have it. It's really stressful for them. It's really scary not to have it. And a lot of people are just kind of going out there with no support. Whenever you just said that, it also came to mind that 
most lash artists, especially who are solo, don't know a, a lot about investing or retirement accounts, stuff like that. Is that something that you feel like one day you could have a resource about that as well? Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, you can see I'm really excited about this because we do have, um, so we have a tax person and we're constantly looking for new um, I guess you could say like we're constantly looking for new benefits to add into the membership and new partners that want to come in. But I'm actively looking right now for someone. So if someone hears they'd like to be involved with the ALA, they can reach out to us. That is for investing purposes, how to handle money management, wealth management. And I think that the way that we set it up, when, when you become a member, you'll go into the back end of the website and you'll be able to see your member services. And in your member services, the whole area there where you can look at all of the different discounts that are available to you. And some of those discounts could be like a discount on a course from one of our partners or products, but it also could be a discount on a service. So it could be like discount on tax preparation services or a discount on a wealth management seminar, something like that. But in addition to that, I'm having like having, so yeah, so having uh, services in there that are from providers who want to help support the lash artists themselves so the ALA is working with people who are for taxes, investing, money management. So, and again, it's all the stuff that you would do to, to power your business. So we obviously have great partners who can teach you how to lash. And actually Mackenzie, um, who's it's Mackenzie G on IG, everyone um, is, is partnering with the ALA and she's going to be doing something on layering lashes. So that was like her big, I mean, she had people waiting in lines for her at LashCon for that. And she's going to be doing that for free for our ALA members. Like wow. we're doing a version for that. So we'll have lashing stuff too, but the ALA really is about the business side of things and the community and the mental health support stuff. So it's about your overall, like holistically who you are as a human being and how that can help you to power your business. So if there's something out there, like you, Shelby, that'd be a great, see like, Hey, Christina, we need someone to help us with like, now we've made it. What do we do with our money now? Mm -hmm. Right. If members have an idea of something they're looking to see, they can reach out to us and then we'll work to try to find the right resources to bring them in. You know, the thing is most people in our industry came in right out of high school or college. And so they never really had experience of having a 401k or investing their money at all. They're, they just jump straight into being their own boss. And of course, they're not thinking about their retirement. But people especially that have employees and stuff, that's that's something for them to think about too, because both you and your employees need those type of things. Um, so yeah. I mean, like, Let's be honest, how many of us actually get that education anyway, right? Like True. the American education system is so, I'm gonna go on a soapbox, but I mean, like it's so, it doesn't, it doesn't exactly help you to be a competent human being right now. You, it'd be great if we could have an education system that teaches you how to not be a slave to the system, yeah. right? And that's one of those things that for a lash artist who's never had a business course or who's never had experience in money management or how to take care of themselves. I mean, I had a lash artist of the day. She was like, I'm not going to invest in, in a, I was telling her like, you should go and just free tips people go and invest in the S and P 500, spend 500 bucks a month and just don't touch it. And then like in, by the time you retire, you have a million dollars. Like this is simple math, right? She was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Why? She said, well, because I could get hit by a car. I could die anytime. And I want to spend my money now, right? Like I want to have, I want to live my life now. I want to take every moment I can. And I understand that I do, especially when things are hard and the world seems crazy and the news is always like Ooh, in your face. But 
if you can prioritize your stuff into buckets, right? That's part of the education that's so needed for people. If you can prioritize in your buckets, you can make time for everything. It's just about, we talked about this before, like the myth of um, finding balance. It's not really balance. It's finding the right rhythm for you and your business and who you are and where you're at in your life. And you could find a bucket to put a little bit towards investment and towards your later years because there is no guarantee you could die tomorrow or you could live a long time. And then you would end up not having what you need to retire and be happy, you know? And then you're like, I'm over bent over trying to do lashes when I'm 60. And, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not a cute look and it's not good on your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fresh on my mind because my uh, granny is like going into independent living right now. And so these conversations are coming up a lot. But yeah, I just know like uh, the beauty industry, especially that this is not something that most people are thinking about when they're in their 20s and 30s in the beauty industry. So I don't think anybody thinks about it. Really? really? I I think I think that the maybe the top 10, 15 percent. But I would think somebody that works at a works in an office or a corporation or something, they have like, hey, we have a 401k plan. We'll do matching of this, that, and the other. I feel like that's at least put in their head a lot. We never even consider it, you know? True, true. That is true. They're like, one of the benefits of coming here is you have a 401k. Yeah, um, so even when you start working for yourself one day, you're like, you're still thinking about, oh yeah, I need to also have something going yeah, like I used yeah. to, you know? But I, one of the things that, that it's so important and I, I want to try to share more of this in the ALA is that, People, there are pros and cons to being an employee versus being your own boss. And there actually are way more benefits when you're your own boss. There's just more risk. But when it comes to taxes in particular, like we're talking about 401k, you're probably actually better off not having a matching 401k and being able to invest your own way and have the tax discounts of being able to be, you know, independent and all that kind of stuff. Like there's there's a lot of benefits to being an entrepreneur that people don't know about. But they, I think that there's part a reason for that. It makes it a lot easier to say, go be an employee, be in the system. It's fine. And for some people, being employee is perfect. Like you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Not True. everyone has a stomach for entrepreneurship. But also sometimes that road of being your own boss, it might take a while for you to get to a point where those benefits are showing. And sometimes, you know, to each their own. Like for me, I felt like that was worth it to wait it out and for several years, just ride that wave. But for other people, they, it maybe doesn't work for them. So yeah, there is, there's pros and cons literally to both sides. And the- Girl, what's said, though, you said years, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember guys, listener, like if you're listening right now, it's not, I think everyone is looking for a quick fix. Everyone's seeing stuff on social media that says you can make 10 K a month, this and 20 K that, and you could do this. It takes time. You spent yeah. years build your business. This the the outcome, the possibility is there. If you want to do it, you can have the grit and you can have the stomach to build your dream life. It is absolutely possible for you no matter who you are or where you come from. It is absolutely possible for you. But it's going to take time. And that's the thing. That's why it's so important to have community and to have support because it will take time and you need somebody like Shelby saying to you, "Hey, I did it. I succeeded." But hey, it also took me years. Mm-hmm. And there were days, right? So tell me, Shelby, I want to ask you, did you end up having days where you were like, I I don't know if I'm going to make it? Like, did you ever have those moments in the beginning where you're like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing? Oh, yeah. All the time um, for years. And I think around year five, I started feeling like, okay, I get it now. 
I feel like this has been worth it now. When the previous five years, I would always question, is this even worth it? What am I even doing at this point? Because every single year, I feel like I'm in the same position. And around year five, that really changed. And I was like, heck yeah, this is awesome. But then I started another business. And I went through a smaller period of time where not that I was like, oh, should I do this? I knew what it was like by that point. I expected it to be I just had more knowledge, right? More perspective. So it took less time to get profitable, but or where I was even paying myself um, for the second business. And then when I got to that point, I unfortunately, not unfortunately, but this is just something I do. I started another business. So I just, um, I guess, like how that feels. I like feeling chaotic. Serial entrepreneur. You're a serial entrepreneur. I can't stop. Yeah. Um, But no, I, I will say that each time it, it's less and less time to prof, to be profitable. So that's nice. But yeah, in the beginning, I totally felt like this is so not worth it. And this is very hard. So if you can stick that out, and especially if you believe in it so much that no one could talk you out of it, you're on the right path and you you will make it. You will get there. So Yeah. You know, I think people say all the time, like the difference between success and failure is just not giving up, right? Mm-hmm. So the difference between success and failure is not giving up. Just don't give up. And if you're struggling and you know you're struggling, it's okay to ask for help. In fact, if you want to succeed, ask for help. That's the whole point. You know, you know? the 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 whole po- my podcast, every single episode I used to say, um, you know, what is your favorite failure? What is some time that you thought that you failed, but it actually ended up working out for you? Because I had so I had so many times like that too. And so I've shared my stories and up and ups and downs all through the years and stuff. But um I love that everyone else gets to share that too because I think it's important and I and you guys share that same that same thing. Like you you wanna show the good and the hey you're not alone things. And it's great. It's like, it's not the good, the bad, the ugly. It's not even that it's bad or ugly. It's just, it's life. It's real, right? It's It's high highs and low lows. And the, and the thing I think what's so important is figuring out that you try to stay neutral because you're not always going to have like your good stuff won't last forever and your bad stuff won't last forever. Right. Yep. Like there's going to be a new day. There's going to be a new moment. And so for me, one of my biggest struggles just personally has always been how do I stay in the moment and how do I just try to focus on what's in front of me? Because I'm, I have ADHD and I'm like all over the place and I'm thinking about like what's going into the future, right? And, and I'm thinking about the past and the future at the same time. And you got to stay present if you want to be successful because being present allows you to have power over your situation. I think that's the craziest thing, right? Like, if you want to be successful, if you want to have power over the moment, because the, the one the biggest things you have to learn is you control nothing, but you do control yourself. So if you want to have p- power over that moment, be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Something that I've heard that helps a lot with when you think about the future so much that it's causing you anxiety is trust your future self would be able to handle that because you've been able to handle everything that has happened up into this point too. That that is good advice for me. That is good <laughs> because I think sometimes especially a lot of the lash artist members we've, we've talked to. Um, that's one of the big things they talk about. They say, Hey, I don't know if I really, when you, when you go down to the meat of it, they don't trust themselves. They don't trust that they're going to be able to succeed. They are looking at all these external factors of 
the economy or pricing or competition in their area or not being able to get the right, like, I can't afford this class or I can't afford this. And by setting that up in their head automatically is putting them set up for failure, right? So like, if you're already thinking about all of your blockers, then, and you're not even thinking like creatively that I can work around them. You're just thinking about how these things are going to limit me. You're going to have a hard time being able to go past those because you're just already setting yourself up for those limiting beliefs. But you being able to say like, hey, you know what? Trust your future self. You've succeeded so far. You've figured it out. Like you figured it out so far. We, I, I wish I had like you in my ear, like during the week, just being like, hey, Christina, like you figured it out so far, girl, you're going to figure it out again. That's what our members need. You know, like they need like someone they can just be like, you figured it out so far. You got here. You decided to make the choice to be a lash artist. You decided to make the choice, whether you're an employee or you're going out to start your own small studio, you decided to take this big step. You took courageous action to make it happen. So confidence will come with that, right? You can't, I think it's wild. People are like, how do I, how do I be successful? How do I feel confident? But they like afraid to start. You have to start and mess up before you can actually feel confident and be like, I'm living my best life. That's courage. That's a courageous action that you have to like that step. And once you do it, you'll be empowered. And then it just kind of snowballs, you know? Yep. Yes. And everything is figure outable. You can break up every single task into little things. And a lot of times when we put off a task, how long did that actually take it? Take you whenever, think about whenever you have returns, right? You need to go to the freaking post office and drop a box off. And yet somehow it stays in a corner in our room until it makes it to our car one day and then it stays in our car and then we're past the point where we can return it. How many times can we say that we've done that? But how long would it seriously take? It would take you would be inside of that building in the post office for less than 60 seconds. And it's wild how much we tell ourselves, this is going to be too hard. This is too daunting. This is too much. I don't know. And really, it's like we're talking about minutes here, a lot of tasks. So I try to remind myself of that too. The the idea that we put, we are our own worst enemies oftentimes. I mean, yes, there's real stuff in the world that sucks, but we are often our, our biggest worst enemy because we we don't think like how much time or anxiety, like the anxiety takes away so much energy, right? I, I suffer from anxiety. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. So do I. Yeah. I suffer from anxiety. I've had depression. I've had like really heavy, dark periods in my life. And I've, th- when I look back and I think about how much time I wasted when I was stuck in a dark mindset versus if I was able to kind of reframe right? If I could have just saved some time by reframing and looking at the the situation from a different perspective. And I, and at the same time, I understand why that's so hard for people and why it's so important. That's why people go to therapy. That's why people go and, and they're in support groups. Um, but oftentimes people feel the blocker to that as they can't afford it. Right. Um, and so I actually think that's one of the things with the ALA is that when you become a member it's in my opinion, like a relatively affordable thing for the whole year. It's like less than seven bucks a month, you know, to have all these things, the resources and the, the free webinars and whatever else. But that's what you need. Like if you're someone who's struggling with the mindset part of this, you need someone who's just going to say, Hey, you know what? I want to show up to a weekly support group meeting and share what's going on in my life and hear other people's stories and have those people's stories inspire me. Like you said, it's not that you were like, Oh, those people are struggling too. So now I feel good. It was, 
wow, I feel seen and it makes me feel good that we're on this journey together. And no matter how successful you get, everybody still has those highs and those lows. And it makes it feel more like attainable and human. And you said something that was really important. It made you feel more creative, right? So knowing that that was going on, you're like, oh, I don't need to be in like a decision paralysis or just feeling like not comfy and where I'm at. I could be like, you know what? If everyone's experiencing similar stuff and these are people that I respect or admire or they're my peers or I really value their journey, then that makes me feel like, you know, maybe I'm going to come up with a solution for my own stuff creatively that maybe inspires somebody else, right? Like I hearing their story made me think of something. And now I'm like looking at it differently. Mm-hmm. Right? There's so many layers to it. There's even the layer of um, women have a different set of hormones every single week. And so we're naturally less productive and creative at certain times of the month. And we sometimes judge ourselves. Wait, why am I feeling like this? Oh, no, I've lost my mojo. And nope. It's literally just time to have some self-care and you'll be back at it next week. And I used to judge myself super hard about that until I started learning about the cycle. And there's other things like personal things that go on in your life. No wonder you're having these thoughts because your whole world is being flipped upside down right now. Sometimes we're going through big life events that leave us feeling frozen or just, yeah, frozen. That's the best way I can describe it. I've best way. Yeah. I've been there and... No, I didn't want to post on social media during that time. Um, so, yeah, I think we need to give ourselves grace and also think of it as I am not these things. I'm having these thoughts, though. Like, I'm having thoughts of I'm feeling anxious about this, not I'm just an anxious person. Stop telling yourself that. Yeah, you can have anxiety. Like, you can, yes, that can, that, that's definitely something that is diagnosable. But, also trying to be more gentle with the way that you talk about yourself and say like, hey, I'm having anxiety around this thing. Let me look at that and see where it might be coming from so that I can give myself some, cut myself some slack a little bit and kind of figure out. Coaching, Shelby, I'm going to do this. I'll be like, okay, Christina, I, you, I need to speak I need to speak kinder to myself because it's true, right? Like we all need this. And this is what we just had there. That's like the magic of what's going to be in the ALA because that is this, right? Having, hey, Christina, you know what? Be gentle with yourself, girl. Like you don't have to say I am an anxious person. Like I'm having anxious thoughts. And then also pause and say, maybe why are you having those anxious thoughts and reframe, right? So what is at the heart of that anxiety? Because if you can do that and you can be gentle with yourself, then you can remove that. And then maybe tomorrow's a new day, three days from now, something else is going to be there. Something you said that's so important. I, I think everybody, whether you're a lash artist or an entrepreneur or whatever is really important is um, understanding that like we're not taught to have self-care. We're taught actually that self-care is like either something for rich people or something that's selfish or something that is like, in the real world, when you're an adult, you just have to keep going till you burn yourself to the ground, right? And I think it's so important to know that if you want to be successful in anything in your life, and whatever success looks like for you, you have to take time. That was one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn, is that you have to take time to just sit and be still with whatever it is that you are got going on. If you relax by watching Netflix, go relax. But if your whole thing is like, I need to go take a walk, I'm feeling like 
there's actually, there's a science behind that, by the way. Like there's a, there's an actual thing that happens in your brain chemistry. If you take 90 seconds to pause and think about something you're grateful about, it can actually change your brain chemistry and, and trick you into feeling happy. So it's literally like just pause, take a moment, take 90 seconds and just breathe through it. And you'll see that it will shift the way that you are thinking and feeling about a particular thing. And that's how you can come back and be more powerful in your business and your life and your family in whatever you're trying to achieve. I think. Yeah. I, so this is what was happening when we first spoke. Like I would give you something, you'd give me something because I'm like, oh, the 90 seconds thing. I kind of like that. I think I could have used that yesterday. And you know, like, but like you said, um, having a community that can do, it's a, it's a, such a giving thing to open up, to lend an ear, to support someone, to help them see what they may not be seeing in that moment. Um, so there's there's two things I wanted to say. One is you what you do with your podcast and the vulnerability that you bring to the work that you do and how transparent you are is really powerful. And it helps people to feel confident because they are struggling with things and they don't know that it's okay. So I know it's like silly to say, well, Shelby, you hope give people permission, but you do give people that extra layer of feeling like they can have permission to be human and to know that someone that they admire, that they follow, that they look and see like, I want to be like Shelby, that you say these things and it helps someone to not just find you relatable, but, but think, okay, if she could do it, then I can do it too. And I know people don't think like, oh, that's like, okay, Christina, come on. Yeah. But really it's true. You, we don't oftentimes realize um, because we're looking at our own community, like you're looking at all of the people that are your peers in your peer group who are potentially maybe, um, you know, business owners, they're big brand leaders, whatever that may be. You don't, we, sometimes it's hard for us to think there's a ton of people, we're like billion plus people on the planet, but there are people behind us who they're looking and they need exactly what, what you have to say. They're looking for what you are trying to do. And I think, um, the fact that what you've done with the podcast and what you've done with the community, like you were creating association type community support without even trying. So I appreciate you so much and I'm so grateful. And I know I, I we're going to have like an announcement uh, coming soon. People can follow up on our socials because I'm trying to get you into our council so we can talk about having you on board <laughs> in the ALA. Um, but I think that the, the, the biggest thing that I take away from being on a podcast like this with you is that you, you interview people from all different parts of this industry and you try to create opportunity with like with Lash Boss Summit that creates a space for people to come and experience, like we said, like the good and maybe the more uncomfortable stuff um, and get real support and get the inside track from the people that people are seeing on social media as like the end all be all and know that it's there's there's some practical action steps like if you take one thing at a time you can be successful no matter where you're coming from no matter your background no matter what you've done in the past you can do it it's literally right at your fingertips and it's just one step at a time and i i'm just so so grateful that you allowed me to come and talk about ALA and that you are, you're always so open to like just going there and talking about real stuff. And it's, it's so important because 
not everyone has it in their heart to do that. And not everyone has the ability to just think outside the box in that way to be like, hey, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. But at the heart of it, us as human, like human to human, we just need we need to feel seen and we need to have a moment to talk about things that sometimes aren't pretty. You know, sometimes they're a little bit more. Um, there sometimes I think that the the worry that I have with the ALA is that people are going to feel like it's only people who are successful. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to know that wherever you are in your journey, we're there to help support you and empower you and and help you pivot where you need to pivot. And, you know, we will talk about mindset and we will talk about the business tips and tricks and we will have stuff tomorrow. We're actually doing something on how to make more money during the holidays, how to how to set up your promos and how to do client gift experiences, whatever your budget is. Um, and we have a, a six figure lash artist who's going to do like QA and you can ask her any questions you want. And that's like included in the membership wherever you are. If you're just starting out, come join us. We want we want everybody. And that's um, I think that's what you do too, Shelby. Like you, your podcast is for everybody. It's for everyone on their journey. And it it's so important. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so <laughs> much for saying all of that. And I have to say the same to you. Like whenever we first spoke, I just immediately realized how observant you were and how you were a person that is very giving and very um like just so easy to talk to and connect with and find a connection there. And you just um, made me feel so comfortable. And I, it is such a, you are such an asset to our industry, even if you're not a lash artist, just having somebody like you with ALA to be, you know, in this centralized place for our entire industry, no matter where they're at. And a lot of the things that you say, you could have just kept to yourself, but you say them out loud. And, um, that's such a beautiful gift. So I have no filter, Shelby. (laughs) I, I'm like people are going to be like, uh, Christina, you need to That's, bring it down. I meant it in a good way, in a good way. Like you, you know, sometimes people just think nice things and you say them out loud, you, you know, and you have no idea that that person may have really needed to hear that, you know? So that's awesome. Thank you. I think that I, um, I've learned with ALA speaking to people that so many people are, are struggling with the same things and they don't, it's so, I know for myself, it's hard to see yourself, right? So like you can see good things for everyone else, but it's really hard for you to kind of look at it for yourself and try to think about what's what's the best thing for you. And I think that I've just gone through so much in my life where I have no filter now. <laughs> and I'm like, life is short. I'm just going to say, I'm going to say what I think and feel. And I hope that that's received well. And if it's not, people can tell me, Christina, but uh <laughs> I I think the the thing with ALA that like besides the census and the membership benefits and the free webinars and all of our business partners who've, who've come on and the fact that in the magazine, like we're going to be doing all these features on these amazing stories so people can see the journeys of how people have started their businesses and what you can do too to be able to build whatever it is that your dream is, whether you want to be a teacher or a salon owner or um, creating your own white label brand products. There's all these things that we, we're going to be doing free stuff or not. I wouldn't say it's not free. It's just included in the membership is you don't have to be alone anymore. You don't have to be alone. And there is a place for people to hear you and try to do what I do with no filter <laughs> and just say, hey, girl, hey, 
we we love what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Have some care for yourself. And if you're struggling with something particularly, let's brainstorm and figure out how you can pivot. And if you guys want to hear more from Christina, she's actually going to be at Lash Boss Summit. And that's April 26th and 27th. It got moved up one day. So it's a Friday and Saturday now. Um, and also we're talking about, uh, some stuff for Lash Boss retreats as well. Um, trying to get her out on some of those, but okay. yeah. Um, so again, can you just share where they can sign up for a membership and where they can, um, follow you guys on socials? Absolutely. So AmericanLashAssociation.org. You guys can go and look us up, get all the information, learn about our team and look at the different types of membership. And then American Lash Association on IG and TikTok and Facebook. But go on IG. That's where like where I'm, I'm the most active. And if you message us, you will get a message back from me. Uh, well, I and I also would say comment underneath our post because sometimes we get a ton of messages. I think you probably get these too, Shelby, from like manufacturers in China who want to sell you tweezers. Um, so uh, it's all day long that they love us so much. They want us to buy their products. Um, so if there's something you're specifically thinking about or worried about, you can also email me, anybody, whether you're a member or not, please email me. I'm happy to to answer and to push you in the right direction if I have something that I can offer you. Um, Christina at AmericanLashAssociation.org. And I look forward to chatting with you guys and just know that there is a place for you with the ALA. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything about the LA and then just such a beautiful conversation mixed in there as well. Um, Again, you are such a great asset to our industry and I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, Shelby. 